Vice Chair Brown. Um, this is a really exciting day, in my opinion. There's a lot of really great projects that are for us today that are going either fully or partially funded. When we're looking at the uh, road repair and improvements, the bicycle pedestrian projects, uh, the projects that address equity and accessibility, these are just really exciting. And the fact that we're here to support these projects today, I think, needs to be acknowledged. Uh, in addition to that, the opportunity to move forward with Metro's uh, Reimagine Metro program and the comments that I made earlier about what this means, not just in transportation, but for housing. Uh, and again, equity here in our county, this is all really exciting. Um, ad additionally, you know, the idea that we are bringing forward an additional $2 million to use for uh, serving as a match for additional funding for uh, the zero emission passenger rail and trail project. What I see today is that we heard from interests within the cities. We've heard with, from interests within the county and county staff. We've heard from Metro. We've heard from Port. We've heard from Ecology Action and their uh, pedestrian and, and bike education program and RTC staff. And so that is almost every single interest within the transit and transportation within our county has stepped forward to speak uh, on favor in favor of the staff recommendation. And to me, that is the best example of what it looks like to convene, collaborate, and build consensus to build good public policy. Um, and that is is what really excites me. That is what I really care about is building um, consensus in order to develop public policy service of our community um, in a wide variety of ways. And so that's why I have seconded uh, the motion for the approval of the staff recommendation and not uh, support the substitute. Thank you, Vice Chair Brown. We had Commissioner Sandy Brown next and Commissioner Hernandez. Thank you, Chair. Um, so I want to just make a couple of comments uh, about the decision that is before us and um, kind of my rationale for seconding uh, Commissioner Schifrin's motion. So and, and ask a couple of questions as well, um, because I think it's important that the community understand, um, you know, we are in it's it's an exciting day. It's a wonderful day. I absolutely support the Metro vision and I want uh, us to move forward um, with providing the resources necessary um, for to to test this out to to get moving and and see um, you know see what happens and and I do think that it's going to contribute to a robust transit network um, and and probably will in the long term um, help us get rail funding um, so yes it's an exciting day and uh, really wonderful things are happening. It's also a really a no-win situation for decision makers when there are so many uh, projects that we know are critical. I mean, I, I have in my head, and I'm not gonna um, give a speech about it, but you know, I've talked with uh, folks from County Roads. You know, Mr. Wiesner, you're here, and you have explained very clearly um, you know, what the challenges are for our, our county system and I've also heard those numbers, what happens when we don't do those repairs and there are failures. And um, so so I understand that that need is so critical and um, and we don't have enough funding for it. The city pro projects are, you know, obviously as a city of Santa Cruz representative to the Metro or to the RTC, excuse me, I, um, you know, I see the, those projects. I mean, I know our staff has been working uh, you know, in, incredibly hard and, and effectively and strategically 
to prioritize projects and to make them um, the best projects we can, you know, we can get the complete streets um, uh, elements so critical. And um, and I could go on, and um, and I won't. <laughs> but what I want to say about the the rail funding is I recognize that there is uh, a a very there's an urgency to do moving forward now with metro uh, um, projects, and I'm ab and I 100% support them, and I worry that um, we are going to we're we're gonna you know realize it's, it is a self fulfilling prophecy <laughs> for um, you know those who are are uh, have been skeptical of rail and the potential for rail, and we have been. I mean, I'm going to be real candid here. We have been fighting it out on this body in the public, and I have time after time seen uh, commissioners uh, do everything they can to uh, undermine rail. And I'm, I worry about that, and I don't want this decision to be one more contribution to that undermining. So uh, I'm, I'm very concerned about that. And so I, um, I guess I'll, and I don't want this to be, I mean, it is zero sum today and it doesn't need to be zero sum in overall. And so I just wanted to ask um, the our RTC staff about the, um, you know, just to, to provide a reminder here for us about the timing on the, when you anticipate completion of the concept report when we are really going to need that, uh, I think it's approximately 16 million for the environmental review. Um, the staff report has some information about that, and so I'm not asking for um, you know just a, a repeat of that. But but if just a little bit more detail on the, the timing and what funding will be available to kind of move us, mm -hmm. potentially available to us uh, to to move us towards getting that fully funded when it at the time that it's needed rather than um, then having to take another couple of years and potentially have changes on the commission and you know the political wind shift you know I, I just worry that it is we're in such a tenuous position um, related to moving forward on rail and we have so much support I don't want that window of opportunity to close so um I see Ms. Christensen is here if you could Let's Thank you. Can you hear me? Thanks. All right. I'm Sarah Christensen of your staff, and I oversee capital delivery for the RTC. And um, I just wanted to give a little bit of funding plan for the rail project, um, which is funded currently by a little bit of Measure D rail funds, um, as well as TERSIP competitive funds. Um, and we do have a deficit to complete environmental, obviously. Um, the 16 million or so. Um, so our, um, it's really difficult to um, balance all of the needs of the county because everybody needs funding for all of their important work that they're doing. This process happens every two years. So, um, you know, obviously after today, regardless of what's scenario is adopted, we're still going to be pursuing funding to fully fund the environmental process of the rail project. So there's outside funding opportunities. Um, there's the State Rail Assistance Emerging Corridors Program. Um, whatever the project does not get funded today, 
we're going to turn around and apply for those funds, whatever the deficit is. If we get, you know, say that's 10 million and we only get 5 million, then we're going to keep looking for that extra 5 million. And this process is going to happen over the next few years. And um, Measure D is available. Whatever is left at the end um, will be funded by Measure D. However, um, the Measure D rail pot of funds uh, is very limited. And um, if we completely empty out our pockets, uh, we could have challenges with cash flow for all of the infrastructure preservation needs along the 32-mile um, rail line. Uh, and so we have to be cognizant of that. And we're also still pending uh, reimbursement by FEMA for the 2017 storms as well as the 2023 storms. So whatever we don't get reimbursed, we have to manage our uh, funding accordingly and be responsible. And it likely is going to come out of Measure D. But, it, you know, it's likely we'll be back in two years for this process to pursue additional funding for environmental. So I just wanted to provide that perspective. Um, and we appreciate all of the partners that staff's been working with to um, strike a balance and come up with a recommendation that hopefully makes everybody happy and makes your jobs easier. Thank you. Can I just um, follow up with a quick question? I, I'm just wondering, um, so you, so am I hearing, because I, I didn't hear you say it explicitly, we will, you're anticipating that the RTC would initiate environmental review about two years from now based on the flow of work with the concept report, or that's when you expect funding to get available? I just want to clarify. The project schedule is about 18 months currently for the concept report that could get pushed out depending on decisions and how things go. But um, the timing would be ripe for, you know, this process two years from now. Um, and we could, you know, other strategies we could use is um, inter-program loans and or financing of Measure D, and that was outlined in the staff report as well. Um, if we don't have sufficient cash flow to do the environmental within the schedule that we want to do. One more follow-up question sure. based on what you just said. Um, th those um, interfund loans would require commission approval, correct? I believe the commission has already approved um, inter-program loans uh, to manage cash flow around Measure D as it relates to uh, the rail project and the FEMA and all of that. So. And that's that's correct. Yeah, the commission did approve by by resolution that the interprogram loans could be used to make sure that we manage the cash flow for the concept report uh, as needed. Thank you. Can I ask a follow up? Uh, uh, I actually had commission. Yeah, I haven't even said that. Fernandez, then Commissioner Quinn, uh, and then Mr. Shepard. Uh, I'm going to support the motion as originally. Could you lean forward into the microphone a little bit more? I'll do it again. I'm going to support the original motion. And I wanted to follow up on something Commissioner McPherson said. As commissioners, we owe it to the public to be data-driven. And one of the things that impressed me with Mr. Tree's presentation today, he's committed to certain things. 15-minute turnaround, six to eight million riders. So we have to write that down and hold them accountable. <laughs> and what, how we move from here will hinge largely on how you and your impressive team perform on these metrics. And I, I get worried when I'm called train or bus or whatever. I'm neither. I'm data-driven. When I hear the train's going to provide tremendous transportation, I kind of ask myself, what data do we have in hand? 
The data we have in hand says about a two to three percent reduction in Highway 1 traffic. So if we're going to commission studies, we need to read them, we need to honor the data, and we need to act accordingly. And so therefore, I'm going to support the initial motion. Probably won't be here in three years, but you bet I'll be checking on the 15 minute times. <laughs> Mr. Hernandez. You know, this is a interesting day, but, you know, I have to start off with, you know, I, I am a rail, uh, a staunch rail supporter. And, you know, I have to, I have to say that we, you know, I talked to staff and I'm glad that we, we talked and we still have just under two years to seek rail funding. And I think that this 2.1 million seed money is good for matching grants. We could talk, we could seek the grants that, that their staff was talking about. I feel that we put uh, Metro on the back burner and the idea was for them to find the grants. And lo and behold, they found the grants to, to get the vehicles they needed. And I think that we could do the same to find some, some of this funding uh, for, the, for, the, for the rail. Um, even though we have two years, uh, I would wanna seek you know, direction, not here, but later on, that we direct staff to actually seek this funding uh, in the future for rail. You know, and you know, what I really wanted to say is I want to thank Luis Mendez and all the RTC staff, you know, for bringing everybody together, right? Uh, from county staff, C county CDI staff, Steve and Matt, you know, M Michael Tree, Met from Metro, the rail folks, uh, the Fort folks, all the bike advocates, and really putting something together, a, a good compromise. You know, when people talk about compromise, it's usually like 51% to 60% of what you want. But here we're talking about, you know, 60 to 90% and everyone's happy, you know. In organizing, you always talk about if everybody's unhappy, that's a good compromise. But this is something that we're all happy. So that's an excellent compromise. Um, you know, I'm happy with, you know, Green Valley Road and Corlitos and uh, the Freedom Project and Murphy, Rogie and Lee Road. Uh, I'm happy throughout the county that we're getting the bike and pedestrian programming, uh, all the projects in North County that were affected from damage from fire and flood, all the active transportation projects, the bike and, bike and pedestrian infrastructure is going along with all the projects that we're getting throughout the county. And of course, you know, the, the rail projects that we're getting, you know, from especially the Metro uh, Rapid Corridor project, the reimagined uh, Metro the rail, the zero emission rail trail funding that we're getting, it's an excellent compromise. And so I'm gonna vote for the original, the staff recommendation. All right, thank you, Commissioner Hernandez. Mr. Schiffer, did you have one more thing to add? Well, I was gonna ask uh, Sarah a couple of questions about the impact of um, the the amount of money that's being allocated to rail study as i'm understanding it and you can correct me that the uh, the remaining money that would be needed to complete the process is 16 million dollars is the two million dollars going to be reducing that to 14 million dollars yes it would with the original recommendation it would be reduced to about eight million dollars um, with the motion, the substitute motion, it would be reduced to like $12 million. 
I understand what you're, if I understood what you were saying, staff is going to be looking for state grants to fill the gap, whatever that gap is, uh, whether it's 14 million, 8 million, 12 million. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Is it also correct that the, that whatever grant is received from the state will have a 20% match? Not necessarily. So the, the funding sources we are pursuing do not have the guidelines out and the guidelines for the program tell you what's required. So if it's 20% or 50% or zero, we don't know yet. We also don't know the total amount that's available statewide. It's going to be competitive. Um, but typically what we find is the more investment that the locals are willing to make up front, um, the more commitment you have going into a grant, you know, a higher percentage match is obviously going to be more competitive than a lower percentage match. So what, whatever it is, I think normally we're thinking that a minimum is 20%. Um, That's that, a wise assumption to make. Yes. What? That's wise, a wise assumption, a and minimum that, of 20. That, yeah match is going to come from measure d that is there any other local funding source uh the commission hasn't been very interested in using tda funding for rail um so um would it be coming from measure d it depends on again the guidelines because uh the existing funding that's already been committed could potentially serve also as a match because the full environmental and the concept report is 26 and it's somewhat the concept report is kind of the beginning of environmental if you will we're going to be building off of that for the um what percentage match has measure d provided for the funding we received so far <laughs> let's see but yeah i by my I, I believe that uh, at the moment we have uh, 3.45 million in TERSIP funds correct. Uh, and the rest of it is in uh, measure D, correct? So that means that uh, two thirds of the funding moment is about, about two thirds is measured, 60% or two thirds. So what you're saying is that measure D could be 20% of the 16 million overall? Yes, I think we're more than 20 percent at this that's point. Yeah, so commissioner yeah. Schiffer, i am going to cut you off i think that we're counting the votes in this room it does not seem that your substitute motion has the has the votes i'm going to call that question in one moment i think we're all getting a little bit a little bit hungry and we do still have a closed session you're welcome to carry on these questions with staff uh in your own private time um, i'd just like to make a few short comments uh first of all um you know i think that we did get through this relatively uh, difficult process fairly conflict free we mentioned don't pit the bus against the train uh, but the reality is all of our projects are pitted against each other all the time unfortunately um, whether it's county roads city roads uh, the bus or the train um, and i think that we've managed to come to a resolution here that is relatively conflict-free and that everyone can live with and that is something to be celebrated i also uh, just want to say uh, one quick comment one one quick shout out uh, for the light at robertson road um, this is going to make a big difference on socal drive and it's going to make a difference not only for cars but also the bus and i think it's a great demonstration of how improving our road system does also improve our transit network and increase uh, emergency response times um and uh you know finally i'll i 
uh, I'll ask a rhetorical question, which is that, of course, the transit money can be reprogrammed in the future, I believe. If I could just get a nod from staff, I'll take that. Yes. All right. Um, and so, you know, frankly, I would rather see all of the transit money go towards the metro. We have 30 bus drivers in this room, not 30 train drivers. And so those $2 million, possibly $4 million that was sort of in question here, uh, we, when we fund Reimagine Metro, we're funding it directly into the local economy as soon as possible. Hiring consultants for a train study, that's going to probably go to an out-of-town consultant uh, and leave our community entirely. Moreover, we're talking about moving people uh, within starting next year, not in 2040 or, you know, beyond. So we need to respond immediately to the issues at hand. We need to start building transit ridership. And I think uh, the program we have can do that. You know, again, the transit funds are reprogrammable. So if that concept report comes back lowing and actually demonstrates that rail is better than the bus, I have serious doubts that they will do that. But if it does, uh, we could always look at moving the, the money from, from Metro onto the concept report. And vice versa, I frankly, you know, have concerns that we're cutting it a little close with the reimagined Metro project. So if the concept report comes back and shows that rail, uh, unfortunately, is not possible for various reasons, we could always choose to move that concept report money back to reimagined Metro. With that, I'm going to call the question first on the substitute motion as required. Uh, the motion, the substitute motion was uh, to program $4 million for the concept report uh, instead uh, uh, and take $2 million away from reimagined Metro. All those in favor, say aye. Aye. All those opposed, say no. 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 Any abstentions? Okay, motion fails. I will proceed with the main motion, which is the staff recommendation by Commissioner Montesino and seconded by Vice Chair Brown. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? All right, motion passes unanimously.